Hi, y'all. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this installment of Go South, Old Man, a somewhat weekly podcast where a northern-born southerner explores some of the lesser-known things in and around the southeastern United States. Our last episode, we were on the road at Bucky's. Well, since we're on the theme of cars, let's go check out North America's largest car show, at least on a monthly basis. It's Caffeine and Octane. Now, Caffeine and Octane is actually a television show on the NBC Sports Network, and it's the main sponsor of the event, thus the event's name. It's held in the parking lot of the Perimeter Mall in Dunwoody, Georgia, which is about 15 miles due north of Atlanta and on the first Sunday of every month. Hey, hold up, you're saying? You're saying I need to skip church to go see this, you heathen? Ah, not at all, my saintly listener. That's because it takes place between 8.30 and 11 a.m., So you have plenty of time to go see it and still get to church on time. In fact, when I arrived at 8.30, things were already in full gear. Get it? Full gear? Okay, no more bad puns. Anyway, the point is you want to get there early because you won't be alone and parking can be a challenge. But around the viewing areas themselves, by the cars, it's not super crowded. I will say it takes about an hour and a half to two hours to see everything, but you could easily spend more time depending on your pace and interest level. Oh yeah, another great thing. Even though this is an outside show, it's held rain or shine, so you don't have to worry about it being canceled. But I do think there's one thing that really makes this a unique event. It's diversity and inclusion. Now, those are two woke woke words that I personally think are misused and abused most of the time, but not in this case. Let's start with diversity. You will find almost every make, genre, and style of car that there is. There are classics, race cars, street drifters, muscle cars, European luxuries, VW Beetles, four-wheel drives, old, new, highly modified. There were even some manufacturers I'd never heard of. Plus, you had the devoted followers of all of these different types. Then there's inclusion. Everyone seems to respect what the others are doing. Younger kids seem to be interested in the beauty of the chrome on a 55 Chevy or feeling the power of a Cobra jet engine rev up, while us slightly older fans could appreciate the modifications and artwork and manpower that goes into a highly modified Honda Civic with Japanese anime characters painted on the side. So whether you're part of the Corvette Club or the Latino Lowriders, class and taste seem to merge together here. It's just something you don't see every day. It was as diverse a collection of cars and people as you'll likely find. Yet it was one of the pleasantest and uh, well-mannered groups that I've been in. 
This is even more amazing when you consider that the crowd can exceed 10,000 on some days. And it was probably a good 5,000 when I was there. Now, before we get into some of the cars, I noticed that there were food trucks already fired up and serving breakfast and lunch items right from the get-go. And of course, there was a whole truck devoted just to coffee. So you don't even have to stop for breakfast on your way over there. Now, let's walk through how this show is laid out. There are a few different designated areas. There's a central lot. There's a Porsche corner, an exotics lot, and the exhibits lots. I should say the boundaries and definitions of these lots are loosely delineated, in my opinion. So it's not a hard and fast kind of thing, more of a suggestion than a rule, I guess. Let's start with the central or main lot. This includes a classic row, and here you'll find cars mostly restored to factory or showroom condition, or maybe could be and they tend to be at least 50 years old. I think my favorite over in this area was the Auburn Boat Tail. This was the car of the Roaring Twenties. Remember reading F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gadsby? Of course you do. Well, this car probably defined that whole era. It's a beautiful blue and chrome machine with a bunch of trophies it's won at various car shows sitting in front of it. Other parts of this lot contain various displays and cars selected around a certain theme that changes month to month. I happen to find versions of the first pickup truck I ever owned and an old Dodge van that I used to drive for my grandfather. There's a lots of good memories came back looking at those vehicles. From this area, I melted over into the Porsches. I'm not sure why they get their own section. Maybe because Porsche America is headquartered in Atlanta? Whatever, there's still no denying the love people have for these superb German-engineered cars. And they probably have almost every model covering the past 50 or so years. Crossing over into another lot, ducking under or around some flimsy tape line, and we're among the exotics. Now boy, this can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. But let's just say there are definitely cars here you don't see every day. There were McLarens, Lamborghinis, Lotuses, and Maseratis, and also two that I had never heard of, Morgan and Beck. Morgan apparently is a hundred-year-old English manufacturer and is still big on the European track circuit. Beck, which I'd never heard of, is an American handmade vehicle formed in the 1980s in California and they are some very cool-looking cars. Finishing up there, I wandered over and found myself in the exhibit section or as I like to call it, the Wild West. Here, anybody can bring anything they want, and oh boy, do they.
you'll see and hear it all over in this vast area. From cars booming music to exhaust being revved up to Teslas with synchronized lights and doors that seem to be putting on a program show, it's totally unlike the other areas. Here, cars can come and go as they want any time, as spectators wander between the rows and cars in no particular order, it's sort of a chaotic, ever-changing display. It's a very unique experience. Finishing up, I was leaving, I noticed that people were standing and watching the inner roadway that runs around the mall. It seems that some of the car owners like to just cruise around showing off their vehicles. Revving engines, smoking tires, or other stunts like that are strictly prohibited. And I did see the police pulling over some drivers for pushing the limits on that. But they also seem to allow a little wiggle room to give these outside spectators a bit of a show. All in all, this is a family event for the most part. And there were lots of kids and they seem to be greatly enjoying themselves. I will say in the exhibit areas, some of the music may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. But aside from that little bit, it's perfectly fine. All in, I, all, in all, it's um, a highly recommended experience for anyone. I don't think you'll regret going and checking it out. The whole thing from parking to admission is totally free. So set your alarm clock one Sunday morning and head on over. Or if you're not in the North Georgia area, you can check out the Caffeine and Octane show and don't forget to tell them you heard about it here. So until next time, thanks for listening and stay curious. <laughs>